This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Clayton Bjorn is a radio announcer. In his career, he's interviewed hundreds, if not thousands, of people. But none of that really prepared him for an extended conversation with his dying mother. Given just months to live, Rhonda Bjorn agreed to do a podcast with her son, outlining each step in her journey from diagnosis to death. Incurable is a record of that emotional roller coaster and also an exploration of what it means to lose your mum. Clayton Bjorn is here with us. G'day, Clayton. G'day, Katrina. I'm so sorry for your loss. This is going to be a really tough Mother's Day for you, obviously. You've been through a lot and now you have to talk about it. How are you going? Yeah, look, it's one of those ones where the whole point of our podcast was to get it out. Um, and to help other people. So there's a part of me that says, well, this is what it's supposed to be. But there's another part of me, I've got to be honest, that as I've gone through this process and and I've been editing it as well as being, you know, in the podcast with mum and having the conversations with her, that there's times I've just had to put it down and cry and times that I've just laughed along with it and given a smile on my face. So it's been sort of my conversation for a while. And so to have it out now and around Mother's Day and to have everyone else's listening in is a bit nervous. It's a bit bittersweet in a way because it's not mine anymore, but it's the point of it. So to be honest, I'm a little bit mixed up with all the emotions. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, I was really thinking as a radio person, you know, not only did you have to have these conversations, you had to listen to hours of recordings, you had to edit it, you had to think about structuring into episodes. So you must have really been immersed in this. What's that process been like for you? Like, has it been cathartic or has it magnified your grief? What, What do you think? Yeah, look, it's been about sort of 16, 18 months since mum passed. And so it's taken a while to get this out, but it's been partly because of that. I have just put it down and cried at times. Mm. I have used it as a a way to to let me grieve at times too. So it's been really, really beautiful for me. I I can only sort of put it in that word that there's been this lovely opportunity to sort of still have that conversation with mum, allow myself to go through it, ring up my dad and say, oh, I just... I just heard mum say this bit and we can have a chat about that. So that's been a really enjoyable process to to sort of still have that beauty of mum with me and then sort of also get to the phases of it where I go, well, okay, now we're really getting down to some of the editing and go, that's actually just a story for our family. It's pretty boring for everyone else. Let's get rid of it Um, and only give the parts that are really the best for everybody to tune in. They get to hear that. Mm. Uh, One of the things that you often hear when people go through something like this is that some people really can't talk about it. They find it very hard to talk about death. Are you hoping that this might help people to have those more difficult conversations? Absolutely. That's true even in our family at the moment. There's parts of our family like me who are right in the middle of having to have conversations about it and do radio interviews with you and, and get the podcast out and things like that. And and so I'm very much right in it. There's others who are open to it and as it comes they have conversations and, and others again who just can't still can't have a, a conversation or really talk much about mum because it hurts too much still. We all go through this idea of talking about it in different ways. But from my perspective, I'm, I'm really am hoping that this allows us to talk about death. I don't know why we don't like it, but maybe because, you know, we think it brings it on more or, or it just it feels a bit morbid, but we're all going to have to face it. So how can we face it? with the best amount of hope we can? How can we face it with making sure we get there with the least amount of regrets? Um, these are things that I've learned as I've gone through. And, and if we can do that in a healthy way rather than in a morbid way, I think it's going to help all of us. Mm. You mentioned not having regrets. Is there anything that you regret not asking? 
Uh, look, there was a whole lot of things that um, I, I would have loved to, to get in on with Mum and, and talk a whole lot more through. But things turned really quickly, and we thought that she was probably going to have about a year. It ended up only being three months. And so a whole lot of the things that you thought, oh, over these months we'll talk about this and this and this. So th- there's various aspects of um, how she actually crafted her own identity growing up into her, her adult life and then how that impacted her at the very end of life, how she looked at things that I would have liked to explore more. We definitely explore it in the podcast, but it, it would have been really good to, to get involved in it a bit more there. But overall, when life's like that and anyone who's been with a family member or a friend who's been on a cancer journey like this, it, it you just have to go with whatever happens and, and live in that moment. And I, from that sense, I don't regret anything. We I think we did everything we possibly could. And mum was promised to say, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this conversation. She said at the very start, I know this is going to be hurtful at times, but she kept to her word and she kept sharing until she couldn't anymore. Mm. I'm speaking with Clayton Bjellin. His new podcast is called Incurable. It's a record of his conversations with his mother in the final months of her life. Was there anything she said that really floored you, Clayton? Oh, that's a, a, a great question. I, I really like that. Um, one of the things that she did say to me, uh, and, you know, mum had a very strong Christian faith. She, she um, loved Jesus and, and, you know, part of even the hope of this was that people would know that there's a God who loves them through it, you know, even in the midst of that journey. And, and there's a few different things we disagreed about, even around faith as we go through and we leave it in there. But one of the things that I think did um, floor me a little bit was when I asked her, um, are you scared of death? And she said to me, I'm not at all scared of where I'm going. This hope and this trust that she had in Jesus, she she knew where she was going after death. But she said to me, "I'm basically, I'm completely scared of the process of death. And I didn't realize that. And to hear your own mum say, I'm really scared of what I'm about to go through in the next few weeks, um, that that really hits you, and, and, and especially as you listen back to that as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a family, we we did stay with her. We, we had somebody with her 24-7 in the last few weeks because that was something for her. So that was something that cut deep, I suppose, As but I'm glad we knew because then we could be with her and, and spend that time that she needed most, even when she wasn't all that communicative back. Mm. Well, I think grief can be very different for the person who was dying to the one that is left behind. How mm. was your experience different to your mum's? Yeah, one of the parts of the podcast that we we leave in, and it was very much in the last few weeks, we were quite different in in so many areas. Mum and I are quite similar. We're both uh, quite people people. Um, You know, we we love chatting. We love really getting deep with people. We love finding out more about them. But as we got to these last few weeks, we we realised that for Mum, she was very much holding out the hope that she would have a miracle, that, you know, God would miraculously heal her and she had so much more to do. And and of course, I'd hope for that too, and I'd pray for that too. But I was also trying to say, how about we we talk about the peace that we can have, to pray about the peace that we could have as we we get to these last little period of time, and focus on on those things rather than just focus on let's let's trust this miracle to come. And so that's something that we felt quite different on mm-hmm. at the time, and and our conversations centered on those things a lot. It's one of those things we actually left in the podcast um, because even though it doesn't perfectly come to a summary, we both uh, get to the same sort of a point, we thought, well, this is what life is like when people get to this stage. Some are hoping for the miracles. Some are are looking at how do we go peacefully through this. And and this was 
a reality in our lives as well. Mm. It's nice that you've kept that faith aspect in the story. Did it have a big impact on your faith? Look, I think the thing that I mostly took out of it in terms of my faith was that we could even disagree about how we did that, and yet our our trust in Jesus was really solid from both of us. Mm. Um, both of us had that trust, and, and I still do, and, and the fact that mum passed because of cancer hasn't shaken that. I think the thing that I've enjoyed out of it also is that I get to now pass that on. Um, you know, if, if you're someone who's listening, you know, all this Jesus stuff. Well, actually, mum had a, a deep piece about about where she was going because of her trust in that. I, I have a deep piece about where she is now because of that. Mum was the one that was, you know, a, a really good challenger of me as well as an encourager of me in my faith over time. And so I, I feel privileged that I sort of get to keep on a bit of that journey, that challenge that she's brought into me and live out now my own faith. Mm. Obviously, you're still hearing her voice a lot, but you must miss her a lot too. Absolutely. Look, our, she was the real centre of our family, and I know a lot of mums are, but, I mean, she really was. You know, Grandma was the absolute centre of our world. It was didn't matter what we did. It was, oh, that's a good enough reason to ring Grandma and tell her, and it could be the most minor thing ever. You know, the kids have ridden down to the shops, and they've never ridden that far before. Oh, well, let's ring Grandma. That's a good enough And so... so um, she she was sort of the absolute centre, and so we miss her greatly. And I still catch myself at times um, saying, "Oh, I'll just ring Mum and tell her this." And, and especially even as this, we've had a few episodes out now. Not all of the episodes are out, but uh, even as we've done that, a couple of the times I'm like, "Oh, someone said this." I'll, I almost go on to ring Mum and tell her, but of course, you know, it, it's she's not here, but she's still having that impact. And so it's lovely that I get to hear her voice. It's lovely that others do, and um, you know, definitely miss her huge. Mm. Any um, like final words of encouragement to someone else listening to this who might have lost their mum and be grieving that with Mother's Day? Yeah, I think for me the biggest thing, and, and mum was really big on this as well, it comes through huge in the podcast, is that it's okay to be you. And I know we sort of say that, but some people feel the need to go, oh, I've got to be really strong, or some people feel the need to be, oh, I'm supposed to be really weepy. Uh, it's okay to be you. I think that the the number one thing is as you, you head into Mother's Day, if you feel great and you're laughing and there's no problems, don't feel guilty about that. If you have to cry, that's okay too. I, I think the important thing is to put things in your world to help you. Uh, if you know you might fall apart, well, have the right people around who can help you as they get you back on your feet. Um, if you need to to say, look, you know what, I, I've I've stayed in that grief place for a while. I need to have some laugh. Put the people around you. Um, I think it's okay to stand back a bit and say, what do I need? And then walk in that path as well. And so I think that would be my encouragement. Hmm. Well, thank you so so much for sharing your journey with all of us, Clayton. And um, yeah, I do hope that your Mother's Day will be peaceful. Thank you so much, Katrina. Appreciate it. I've been speaking to Clayton Bjellen. He is the producer and host of the podcast Incurable, documenting his mother's experience from diagnosis to death. Clayton recorded the podcast so others going through a similar experience would know they're not alone. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.